This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Yeah. Yeah, what do you want? Beak or jaws? Feathers or fur? Sharp teeth or feet with claws? Whatever's preferred. They'll grant you all last requests to steady your nerves. Then podcast the body parts get severed and served. Bring your weak shit where the wolf and owl are. That ain't just a mistake, that's an awful howler. Both of them are known to pull up at your shows. Have the crowd witnessing a murder like they rolled in with a gang of crows. Fuck their censorship, let them see the whole thing. They stay dressed to kill, never sheep's clothing. Dark enough to turn the sun to the moon, you'll see nothing. All you hear's a huff a puff. Expect killings, red spilling and flesh ripping Impressive in it, the death bringing his head spinning Just kidding, every word in his songs About two grown men dressed up as a bird and a dog Okay, well look, uh, history's being made Big things, this is like uncharted water This is the biggest thing that you could This Right now, what's happening is This is where we see if this, this podcast has got any fucking legs Because... The long-term goal plan for this is that Tom and I record it together. Yeah, we've been doing it on Zoom, and now for the first time we're in a room. Now uh, that's either going to improve. What's yeah. Going on. Personally, do you know how I feel about this at the moment? I feel a bit like you know when you watch um, uh, like catfish and stuff, and you get like sort of these people have had like a sort of affair or whatever they've been texting each other, uh, but they've not actually been together mm. and sort of. So, yeah, it feels kind of like that, actually. It's quite sort of... Now we're actually in the same room and we're sort of touching and we're close. <laughs> we're not. We're absolutely not. But, um, yeah, so, you know, yes, exciting times. Yeah, yeah, very exciting. Um, should we say what they're listening to, just in case they don't know? Oh, yeah, you're listening to... I mean, if you've navigated your way to your podcast app yeah, and you've clicked on Wolf and Owl and this yeah. has started and you're still confused <laughs> about what you might be listening to... No, but you know how these I things work. I would say... You know, log off. This isn't for you. The Wolf and Owl, sponsored by Friendship. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And also, what's great is we're not even in either of our cities. No, we're not. So, you know, if we were in Crawley or whatever fucking town you come from or you live in, it would be a bit different. It'd feel like you're playing away from home. Mm. Or but now we're both. It's neutral Feels like, yeah, yeah. We're in Bonnie, Newcastle. So, which yeah. is... Yeah. Love it. You've just got it. I've just got it. I'm sli- I'm going to level with you. Slightly drunk. You've had a few drinks. I've had a few beers on the way up. Also, so what's lovely is uh, when Mish arrived, um, I'm putting him up in a hotel while he's, while he's here. Uh, well, no, let's clarify what's happened here. I'm staying in a. I'm staying in the same hotel as you, which well, thank you for allowing me to stay in the same facility as you. Um, I've had the insight of seeing what Tom's room is like compared to mine. And all of this bullshit that Tom sort of puts around about we're all a team and all that has become very... It's quite clear from looking at the size of his room to mine. No, but... You're talking absolute shit, Yeah, but also, I said we should record this in your room, which would... It would have been a fucking embarrassment. We wouldn't have have fit in my room. There's not a sofa in my room for a start. Yeah, but well, I just feel like it would have been nicer because now I feel for you, for the next four four days, you've been... Yeah, but I'm not having you fucking 
come, come to my room and you wouldn't have said anything. No. You, you would have known. And then I'm looking there, looking, sitting there looking at you, and I'm thinking, why is Tom doing this podcast like a dog with two dicks? No, and right. then later on I realise it's because you've got such much nicer room. But what I want to say, and this is, I never thought I'd say this, and it's mm. a nice thing, it's a nice, like, you are more than free to come and, like, in our downtime from the shoot, to come to hang out here and hang about, watch, watch TV and stuff. <laughs> You're more than welcome to do that. God. <laughs> So fucking annoying. <laughs> no, I just mean I'll just see as a friend there's an olive branch, okay? Is that we're not we're not there's no need for an olive branch. An olive branch is like if we would had like had an argument. Yeah, no, yeah, but okay, we're not no, having no. an argument, there's gonna be an email coming from my agent later on. <laughs> that's when you that's when an olive branch will be needed. Right, there is on but the now it's floor. fine because to your face I'll be cool about it. The seventh floor, by the way, there's amazing uh, Who's on the seventh floor? No one knows. There's four people there on the seventh floor. What, four people from this production? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we don't know who they are. What do you mean you don't know who they are? I don't know. Uh, this is my room. I got here, I was just like, oh. Yeah, but I'll... how can you not? The show's called King Gary, and you're Gary. Yeah, I know. But I literally got here, and I was like, I doubled down on this, because they said that there were smaller rooms in this. I, to be fair, the guy at the um, counter seemed to be a bit of a fan of yours, so I thought, oh, actually, well, she's definitely getting one of the bigger rooms. But it turns out that, yeah. I had, uh, so the last time I was here, right. um, no, not last time I was here, but one of the times I was here, I was on tour. Did you uh, play the stand? No, it was Newcastle City Hall, I think it was. Anyway, um, I was with Phil Gerrard, who was doing support. Sweet Phil. And uh, basically what they do is, <laughs> I don't know who does this, I don't know if it comes from my agent or it's like the hotel, I don't know who does it, Yeah. but normally... The support act gets like a regular room, and yeah. a, and a touring act gets like a bigger room. Were you in something like this last time? I was in a much bigger room than it. Come on, really? Man. I was that's touring. Come well, on. Wow. No, no, no. Uh, no, I'm joking. It was something like this, except yeah. for the fact that they got it the wrong way round. Oh, you're joking. So Phil got my room, and I got his room, and then I had to pretend I was cool with it, but I wasn't cool with it. Can I just throw I something out there? Fucking furious. Do you think someone at this hotel has got the ump with you? Why'd you say that? Well, like last time, you get a really shit room. You turn at this time, and like he mentioned your name downstairs because I sort of said, "Who is anyone else here yet from the party?" And he said, "Da da da," and he sort of uh, went through quickly a few of the names of the people who weren't here yet. Mm. And you were obviously one of the names. And there was a sort of look on his face, and I took that as being he was a fan of yours, and you're probably going to get on the seventh floor. Right. That could have now on the flip side of that. That could be that. Well, I'll tell you what, or the other, here's another flip for you. Here's another third face of that story. Your production company could have put me in that room and now you're trying to stick it on this geezer at reception. No, I'm not. That, that's, what, that's the other thing. That's, you, the, that's the most likely. Do you want me to go down and say to him, no, you've got I a don't. problem with Ramesh? <laughs> <laughs> right, if I just go down there and say, look, mate, um, I've got bloody Ramesh upstairs. He's yeah. in my lovely big room. Um, he's obviously been to his crappy little room. He's absolutely d destroyed by this. Yeah. Apparently this has happened before at this hotel. Yeah. Um, is there any chance of like giving him a, like a pity upgrade? And then you wouldn't have to call it a pity upgrade. No, no. You would just call it an upgrade. But imagine how happy you'd feel. He'd come to here and I, I'd open the door and you'd just be sitting on my couch and I'd say, oh, here he is. And he'd come in and say, um, look, you know, I feel bad about what's happened. We're going to put you on the seventh floor. 
Oh, we'll arrange someone getting your bags and taking them to the seventh floor. That'd be pretty sweet. Would you do that? If I said to you now that yeah, I would, like I would that. do that for you. Yeah, I'm all right, thank you. Are you sure? Just by the way, now you've described the setup here, we do need to fucking sort out, like explain to people. I'm swearing a lot, aren't yeah, I? Yeah, you're drunk. I can smell it on you. Okay. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's, no, it's no need to, to, to say that like a disgruntled wife. No, no, I'm not saying it like. No, but it's different. I've said. No, I've you've been, had a couple of beers, yeah, you've because, been drinking because all day. I, yeah, I'll tell you why I've been drinking, right? Because I've had a six-hour drive, and I've been putting what is clearly the smallest room that's been allocated to this fucking show. <laughs> right. No, right, look, look, I don't even I judge you. I come in there, and you're in, like, some sort of... I, I guess it's what the, their equivalent of the penthouse suite. Right, look. There's fucking artwork on your walls. I mean, there's, I, not I room, don't even, there's not room for The it ironic the thing is I don't even like the artwork. Right, here is what it is. I'm not even judging you for being drunk because I can see why you are. You're feeling a little bit down and a bit like. It's, but for me, I've not had a drink yet, so like for you, like now, it's like if someone's had loads of coffee. Do you know what I mean? It's sort of coming out of their pores and everything. So and also, you know, fucking hell, man! If anyone deserves a bloody beer, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, but let's explain the setup here. Tom and I have both been COVID tested. We're bubbling for the purposes yes. of this show. So we have so. we've both been tested prior to this. We are bub. We're actually. It's one of it gives me great honour, uh, a great honour, and with great satisfaction, I say that we are in the same. Feels bubble. like feels like you're sort of getting the Spider Man motto, ask about face. What is the Spider Man motto? It's with great power comes great responsibility. In a way, that is my power because I can put anyone in this bubble that I want. Right. So you are in the bubble. Me and Morris are in a bubble, a sweet, sweet bubble together. Oh, wife's calling. Ironic that you use the word sweet there. My room couldn't be furthest away from a sweet. <laughs> Does it smell? It doesn't smell, no, it's clean. Uh, I mean, this is a nice hotel. Yeah, it's I'm, a very I'm, nice I'm, I'll be honest with you, I'm being slightly facetious. Facetious? Facetious. Facetious for the um, purpose wow. of the podcast. First time we've done that. Pardon? Well, I've corrected you. Yeah, it's yeah. like drunk Rom basically sort of drops down a few syllables in the sort of brain department, and I sort of become like the... Yeah, but you still incorrectly use the word syllable, so we're oh, not yeah. quite there yet. <laughs> <laughs> but... Uh, I'd also like to give a big shout out to the people in Newcastle who've been in touch. I asked for a decent restaurant that Romesh might enjoy the food from. So there's a couple that came in and we're going to try one this evening. Uh, a little dinner together. Oh, no, I, don't, I don't know if I want to do that. No, no, it's no, because we No, because we're eating with other people. Yeah. If you... Because I know what'll happen now. What? Right, is it will order food from this place. Yeah. And then suddenly I'll be put under the pressures if I've prepared this food. <laughs> Because if anybody hates it, you go, well, I said to, I asked actually for, for, for like, the problem is Romesh being a vegan, so I've asked for this. No, and now I'm, so, I'm sorry, guys. I wanted to have a nice first meal when I stay in Newcastle. But now, sadly, because of a vegan that's joining us for this banquet, it's not the delicious spread right. that I was hoping I for. I think it would be a beautiful thing that whole cast are down there, right? Some, like, you know, Bits and bobs arrive, and it's sort of very much from your vegan, your background as being a vegan, and, and we see who enjoys it and who doesn't. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to relish it, if I'm honest with you. I, uh, don't, um, I don't like taking non-vegans to vegan restaurants, really. I, I love vegan food. So. Yeah, you do, because your wife has sort of forced you into that. Yeah, she's a vegetarian. I mean, veganism is a whole different leap, isn't it? I guess so, yeah. Yeah. I mean, let's not talk. We've talked a, a lot about vegans. We have, actually. Yeah. Yeah, people get quite annoyed by it. Vegans and poos. We'll probably just, again, do a special. So We won't do a vegan special, will we? <laughs> no, no that would be. That's where, basically, we've run out of complete cannon fodder. Now, I've got a little bit of a situation. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Um, and I haven't told you this before we started recording. Yeah. You could get quite annoyed about this. Right. So, you know, Lisa put together <laughs> yeah. a stack of emails yeah. and she printed them all out yeah. and she labelled them. Well, that, that stack is in Crawley. So you forgot the stack? Yes, I did. I did. This is unbelievable. <laughs> but on the way here, while I was having a beer, oh. I've looked through some emails, so we can still do this. Right? What, what but worries Lisa, me about... can I just apologise to you? Uh, no, actually, Lisa, I'm not going to apologise, Lisa. I'm going to say that I'm with you on this. Maybe what even was... with her on this. She's not declared a side. Ooh, there's Team Lisa and Team Womish, as far as I can see. That's not right. how marriage works. Uh, that's You're how supposed when, to be a team together. That's that's, yeah, but that's when one when someone makes a mistake and the other person's done some great work. And, yeah, I feel so sorry for Lisa. So, Lisa, my heart and my charity is with you. Um, get in touch if you want to chat over. Absolutely do not. Get, I don't know why I'm communicating via Lisa, via, via the podcast to my wife. What what I would say, though, is we will go back to those, those emails. So, yeah. Lisa, your work is not wasted. So, uh, let's this... Let's do it. Okay, ready? Firstly, massive fan of the podcast. Oh, hi, Rom, Tom and Lisa. And can I also say to this person who wishes to remain anonymous, thank you for correctly spelling Lisa. Yes, by the way, it's a, not the traditional spelling. So no, L-E-E-S-A. Yes. I would describe that as incorrect. I know it's her name. Yeah, yeah. But I've never, have you ever heard of that in any other? I have actually. I went out with a girl called Lisa and she spelled her name like that when I was younger. Not that you're Lisa, but another one. So, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So if you listen to the podcast, shout out if you do. Absolutely, yeah. Um, okay, hi, Rom, Tom and Lisa. Firstly, before I get into this email, how do you think this is going so far, us being in the same room? Do I'm you enjoying prefer it. it. or do you like it less? Uh, I sort of enjoy it. It's weird because it's sort of the tactileness of it, sort of. <laughs> no, but I'm enjoying it, yeah. yeah. Just so people know, every time I sort of make a joke or anything, Tom puts his hand on my knee. It's super weird. <laughs> yeah, no. um, but I'm also, enjoy- what I would say is, we're sort of sat adjacent to each other yeah. I would say when we go like when we actually go to do this and we're in a proper chair opposite yeah opposite. you know what I could get another chair I could get a wheelie chair yeah I'm it. sure you could uh, and I'd love to bring you a chair from my room but sadly you my, room get, if I sit in, my room doesn't have no, any chairs in it in here, in here. yeah but the problem is the microphone no but I'm thinking I'm still pretty close okay there we go look alright oh god <laughs> um, okay Hi, Rom, Tom and Lisa. Firstly, massive fan of the pod. I drive a lot as part of my job, so I look forward to new episodes on Wednesdays and Fridays. I honestly get so excited when I see a new episode has been released. Hope that's not too sad. It absolutely isn't too sad, mate. And also, shout out to the workers out there and the drivers and the people who keep, on, keep this country moving. Oh, my God. But yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. Anyway, as alluded to in the email subject... Oh, I haven't said what that is. Balancing relationships. Mm-hmm. I'm having trouble balancing my relationships and giving everyone an amount of attention that meets their needs. I'm engaged to my beautiful fiance, but also have a group of close mates who like to meet up fairly regularly when not in the midst of a global pandemic. Splitting my time between the two can prove difficult as I'm often left feeling like I'm letting one down to see the other. I do live with me, my fiance, so see her every day, but still like to dedicate time to spend with her at the weekends as during the week we're both often tired and fed up from work. I often get flack from my mates for this who like to throw out the usual under the thumb jibes if I say I can't meet up with them. I then feel like I'm letting my fiancé down by spending time with my mates and not her when I go out with them. I do suffer from anxiety which of course makes the situation worse. As you're all in successful relationships, well, uh, a lot of assumptions being made there, I just wondered if you had any experiences like this and any advice on the matter. Uh, Many thanks. This is a good one, isn't it? This is a very good one. I'd firstly like to say... uh... Uh, let me guess, you sound like an incredible human being. I was going to say, yeah, because he cares yeah. about his wife. Sure. Yeah. Okay. So, I, no, he sounds like a really decent chap. Yeah, oh, okay. Good, yeah, good, yeah. yeah, you sound like a decent egg mate. <laughs> and um, look, I think I speak for me and Romesh when I say um, 
relationships take work. They take a lot of work. Um, and the truth of the matter is, I think you need to, number one, uh, you, it's, it is hitting that balance and hitting it as perfectly as you can. I think the fact of the matter is you want to make sure you are showing enough time to your fiancé because that that's the relationship that's good. you really, really need to work at in the sense of you know, making sure she's happy and that you're doing the utmost for that relationship. Your friends-wise, if I'm honest with you, I was, I've been on both sides of this coin. I've been on the side of the coin where I now am, where I'm married and when I was engaged, when I was first with my wife, uh, where I copped that flat. But I was also, for a long time, nearly all through my 20s, I was the other guy who was giving people shit for not coming out and doing the under, uh, sort of, are you under the thumb kind of vibe. And a lot of that was my own jealousy or from down to me being quite unhappy with the fact that I was constantly doing this and constantly, and when a part of a group sort of shards off and starts living a different life and they sort of almost feel like they're growing up there's a little part of you I think or the people that we're talking about here who look at themselves and go well actually do you know what I mean I, I, they, they sort of see that themselves they're not growing enough and I think if I think, by all means, you, you, you need to keep that really, really healthy relationship with your mates. You need to see them. But I think getting bullied into... Make it on your terms. Make it You're going to go and see them when you want to see them rather than feeling, right, well, I've got to go and see them. I'm getting bullied into it. I think make sure you go and see them when you want to see them. Over to you, Romsky. Uh, I think Tom's giving you some good advice there. <coughs> what I would say is, like Tom, I've been on both sides of this, right? Your mates are being out of order. You know, because the truth is... What will happen is, is I don't know how your fiancé's been about you seeing your mates, but what you can end up in, and I've been in this situation before, is where you end up going out with your mates because you feel like you should, because they're giving you a hard time. Then you end up seeing your other half because you feel like you should, because she's feeling a bit pissed off. And then what happens is, you just have a series of nights or evenings where you're doing everything out of a sense of obligation. It's a complete and utter disaster. Your friends, what will happen is, like Tom said, they're saying that because they're pissed off because they're either not in a relationship or they're in a relationship where they don't they don't want to see that person a lot. Do you know what I mean? And so what what mates do and what blokes tend to do? I don't like to generalise, but it is blokes um, in the main. Just make you feel shit about like wanting to spend time with your other half. So the truth of it is, is uh, you've got to do what you want to do, mate. That's the honest truth. I think what Ron, for the first time, I think you'd say, bro, just do you. Yes, I guess I would say that. And also, a bit of advice I was given by an older statesman when I was a younger buck was, um, yeah, you have this gaggle of guys and you're all together, right? And everyone starts growing off and they start splitting away and going doing their own thing. Where you are right now is you're one of the first ones who's obviously grown, you've got engaged. The last thing you want to be is that one guy who's on the dance floor and he's in his 40s and he's still trying to keep the torch alive of this sort of lads group. Because uh, honestly, um, it, it's the most sad and pathetic thing to see. I, I believe like that mm. that person who doesn't get invited to weddings or christenings. Yeah. Um, because... Equally so, though, what I would say is if we got an email in from somebody that was that person who said, you know, the problem is I'm one of the last people to get into a relationship, and I'm sort of one of the last people trying to keep the gang alive. Tom would no doubt tell that person that he thinks he's, that they sound like an incredible human <laughs> being and an absolutely top bloke. And you the can... thing about me is what. This is, I think, the difference between me and you. And it's weird, actually, because I've been doing I, I have an opinion and stick to it. No, no. I sit in the room with you now. This right. is the first time we've. I, I can really sort of feel your aura. And uh, what I've noticed, actually, is... And maybe this is... We should look at this going forward. I think you read the emails, but I listen to the emails. Do you get it? You know what I'm saying? 
I, I get physically what you're saying. Yes, yeah. I, don't, I, I don't get what the point is you're trying. But to... I, I, I can, I sort of sit here and I visualise him in his car worrying about all this stuff. Right, and I, that's why I, the proceeds of my heart go out to him. I don't. What? What? How has that got anything to do with what I'm talking about? I think it is in a way. Do you know what I'm saying? No. Like, right. When you're reading emails, I think you're very. Like, yeah, I'm reading the emails yeah, out loud. Literally. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And then I'm listening and I'm empathising as I listen. And okay. then I think when when you come, your heart comes into it, you often go, oh, "Actually, wow, that's that's really, yeah." You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I I'm I'm going to try and unpack what you're saying. Yeah. So what you're saying is, as I'm reading the emails, I'm not really responding to them emotionally. Is that what you're saying? In I think you're emotionally. You so some people you connect with, right? And I think you've connected with this guy a bit, but then you're also on the flip side of it. You're judging the people that also on the flip side of this. Right? I'm not judging the people. You're the one that said the last thing you want to be is a guy in his forties, like trying to keep the gang going. I mean, I'm pretty sure. I don't. I don't know if this is exactly what you said. Something like that's that's one of the most pathetic people you can be. I think on this one we should agree to disagree and move on to the next thing. <laughs> Okay, this is quite a quick one. Hey guys, big fan of the pod. Uh, I've got three little things that would be cool to hear from you about. I'll keep them short and sweet. Uh, this is from Joshua, Josh Yates. Josh Yates. How would you pronounce it? Uh, how would you pronounce this? Y-E-A-T-E-S. Yates, is that? Yeah, okay, Yates. Yates, okay. yes, you could be yeah, yeah. Yates or Yates. Yeah, that's why I'm asking the question. <laughs> I'll probably just call him Josh. Okay, fine. Yeah, I'm, not, I mean, I'm not suggesting that... If we were to become friends, I would constantly call him by his full name. No, you I'm don't. asking for the purposes no, of No, but you love a surname. What makes you say that? You, I've heard you call people up by their surname before. I think you you got me mistaken for a wanking public school boy. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got no one? Oh, call? look who it is. It's Yates. <laughs> hey, Josh. Hey, <laughs> Yates has turned up yep. with his three-pronged email. <laughs> but Josh, seriously, thank you, bro. Yeah, no, thanks, mate. Seriously, th th that that wasn't meant to be a slur against you. You seem absolutely. You seem like a delightful bloke. He seems really nice and sweet. Uh, merch idea. <laughs> I was saying it as a joke, and you were fucking saying it sincerely. We haven't even read the email yet. <laughs> Okay. Um, merch idea. Have you considered hosting a six-a-side game? The Wolves versus the Owls. Wow. Everyone loves a decent kit. I feel that would make cool limited merch. Could make a nice charity thing. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Well, I, I don't I've understand not, this. What's I've saying? not considered it, but now you said it, Josh, it makes perfect sense. Um, so what, what is he suggesting? Six-a-side football game. No, I know that, but what's that got to do with merch? I, I'm guessing what Josh is thinking is that we have Owl and Wolf. What? Shirts made up football. So shirts. like you'd have Owl team and Wolf. Yeah, team. yeah. Team Wolf. And then you'd have like half and half scarves, would you? Yeah, potentially. And I guess you'd sell the shirts as well. So yeah. you'd have you'd, you'd have we'd have our teams. Do you know what I mean? What, what's your take on half and half scarves? Just out of interest. Uh, I never like them. I don't respect anyone who wears one. You don't respect anyone who wears one. I think they're a bit plummy. Where what if it's team? like a, what if it's like a seven year old kid? Oh no. Whose family have saved up for ages to get him to a game? Then buy him his team scarf. He's it's confusing for the poor little lamb. Like, what do you have? You got any in your house? Have you got any double? No. All right, good. 
No, I haven't. No, but I'm just... And actually, so Josh, I think it's a great idea. <clears throat> who would your six aside... If you you were now to look at who your team would be for your six aside for the hours, who would you pick? Out of who? Professional footballers and ex-pros. I'm not... No, what the fuck is this? Sky Sports podcast? <laughs> I'm not, I'm, not picking, I'm not picking my... Just say, right, I think we both know the, the the big one to this is who gets Jamie Redknapp. It's going to be your, your crux of the team. OK, I'll have Jamie Redknapp. I'll have Harry then. Gutted. <laughs> All right, let's get... OK, let's just move just on. Just so you know, Harry's got an amazing logbook of people. He okay. won't play, but he'll manage with me. Okay. I'll play probably, Harry. Uh, OK, question one is for Tom. Yeah. I miss Toby Carvery so much, and you mentioning it has reminded me of the Toby-shaped hole in my heart. <laughs> Question is, favourite Toby side? Mine's got to be the vegetable bake. That's the end of the question. Wow, favourite Toby side? I mean, roast dinner-wise, I'm obsessed with the sausages. The little sausages, I love them. Little triple art sausages. Mm. Um, good roast potatoes, my man. Um, I've not tried the veggie bake, but that's something to look at to in the future. Here's a question for you. Yeah. When you're eating a roast, yeah. we have a roast every Sunday in our yeah. house. Um, how are you eating that roast? So the reason I'm asking this question is, I have... So my roast, the roast that... And Lisa, she does a great roast. Right? Yeah. The roast at my house is whatever main vegetable thing it is. So sometimes it's like a vegetable uh, Wellington from Coughlin's Bakery. Or it Big might, shout out, Cuffman's Bakery. Yeah, or it might be uh, some Linda McCartney sausages, or it Oof. might be a nut roasty thing, or whatever, right? Whatever. You've got the main. Yeah. Then parsnips. Yeah. Potatoes. Yeah. Carrots. Yeah. Stuffing. Yeah. Um, Do you have stuff, stuffing and a nut roast? No. If you've got a nut roast, no. You, don't, no, you don't tend to. Uh, gravy. Yorkshire puddings? I don't have Yorkshire puddings. You can have vegan. Vegetarian yeah, yeah, I don't tend to get them, though. Only on occasion. Uh, and sometimes, as I've said, alluded to, I haven't alluded to, I've said it explicitly, Lisa sometimes throws a corn on the cob in there. Right. Now, I've got, a ve- I've got a very clear hierarchy of what I, of the order in which I'm going to eat that. Yeah. yeah. So, is that what you do? I think or so. Or do you yeah. mix and match this? No, thing? no, no. I, I'm, in what sense you, so, let me just show, I want to say a big thing here. And okay. Because we've talked... We've already talked about vegetarian, vegetarianism. Because of my wife, I've had, we've had nut roasts for the last four weeks okay. when I've had Sunday roasts, mm. and they are incredible. Mm. I love well, some of them. Are. Yeah, the yeah. ones we've been getting are really yeah. good. Where'd you get yours from? I have to find the name. Okay. All right. While we're talking about food and while you're googling, so they're called artisan grains nut roasts. Artisan grains nut roasts. They are incredible. There's others out there. Out there. These are amazing. So we've been having. So how did you find this? Was it recommended to you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. I'll hit up the nut roast, then I'll usually hit up the potatoes, and then I'll sort of slowly work my way around mm. the, the veg. What do you say for last? Yorkshire pudding. So you just sop up all the gravy with it. Great. Great shout. Great yeah. shout. Um, and then I'll go for seconds, because I'm an absolute dog. <laughs> do you have seconds when you have roast at home? Yeah. I can't do it. I, I, just have really? the, I just have the plate. And then... Well, do you have a big, big plate, though? Massive. Do you still have the biggest plate in your house? No. Who? Charlie does. Or Theo. Or Alex. Um, wow. <laughs> no, I, I've got the same size plate as it. Do you mean, you're talking about in terms of amount of food? No, obviously you don't have a bigger plate. That would be insane. If not, physically, no, but you do have no, the you used to have food. a bigger plate. No, no, yeah, yeah. But do you have, who has the I have the most food. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's do bad, you, isn't it? No, I just think, but do you think about the day that Theo's your oldest, isn't he? Yeah. That Theo sort of eats, has more than you. I, I, it's starting to creep up. I'm yeah. going to be honest with you. Lisa's starting to increase his portion size. Yeah, yeah. 
It's starting to. He's grown. He's a grown boy, but then that's the thing. It's like Law of the Jungle, then, isn't it? What do you mean? Well, we start eating less the older we get. Do we? Yeah, you start eating less when I think once you're fifty. I've seen no evidence of that so far. No, at the moment because you're filling up. You, you know, and then yeah, after fifty you start eating less. Yeah, which according to you is what next year for me. (laughs) Um, Just while we're talking about food, now I got mugged off by you. Uh, with this, a few weeks, a couple of weeks ago, I yeah. recommended tahin, yeah. which is this Mexican mm-hmm. chili and lime seasoning. Yeah. We've had a lot of emails about yeah. it. A lot of people saying it's a game changer. Yeah. A couple of people saying I really bigged it up more than it deserved. Yeah. But very much in favour of tahin. Right. Against. Have you brought any up with you here? No. Oh, what? Well, you've already tried it, haven't you? I tried it, but I, did, I tried it on mango. Okay, it's a really so, so, stupid so, so talk us through what you're... Because you did this thing on an Instagram story I got fucking mugged off by you. No, I tried it on mango. Yeah, right, go on. Uh, with friends at the show and the shell drake. Uh, and I actually got some. I had it on mango, but everyone else had eaten all the pineapple and banana and stuff. So I had it on mango, and then James and some other people told me that actually it wasn't the best on mango. So I will come back to this, and I will say... Okay, fine. With my whole heart, I'm sorry. You have to say... Look, s- look at me, I'm sorry, man. But you and Anna Sheldrake put up an Instagram story. Yeah. Where you were going, it's the worst thing I've ever tasted. Well, yeah, I mean, that was the comic effect. It's not the worst thing. I've, like, fucking... It's not as bad as eating dog shit. What is the worst thing you've tasted? Um, probably someone's armpit. And what was the context of you tasting someone's armpit? Like, you know, when you're wrestling, then. Mm. Like, someone's armpit gets in your mouth. Yeah. OK. Good to know. <laughs> Okay, this is from, I'm going to keep this anon. Hi, Rom, Tom and Lisa. Uh, I have a conundrum uh, and I hope that you guys will be able to help out. Me and my brother at the beginning of the year, uh, the beginning of the year, set up a mobile car detailing business. There's only supposed to be... Car or card? Car. Car Car detailing business. Yeah, like cleaning, isn't it? Is it cleaning? What is car detailing? Do you want me to Google it? Yeah, please do, yeah. Can I carry on reading or shall we... Yeah, carry on reading and I'll get to... A car detailing business. It's only supposed to be a side job for the weekends. What has happened is it's taken off. We started to get contracts to look after companies leasing... Balloting, mate. Balloting. Okay. Um, Contracts to look after companies leasing fleets and regular customers. My brother's quit his job. He's now doing this full-time. He's asking me when I would do the same. He's gotten as far as he can with the business growth by himself in the week. My quandary is that I have a sales job that pays well, but I hate coming into work every day. I don't enjoy the work at all. We've just bought a house that was at the max of our budget and we've got a baby on the way. I enjoy working with my brother and I enjoy the work, but I'm just worried about the money coming in that would be able to cover living costs. Me and my brother are at two different points in our lives. He's 20, I'm 28 and have the responsibilities of a growing family. If you ever need your car clean, me and my brother would also love to help out. Any advice given would be greatly appreciated. Keep up the good work, loving the podcast. Just really where they're based if we need our car cleaned. Does it say? It doesn't say. Um, get in touch, say where that is, because, yeah. Yeah, I'm glad that's your first... I mean, the guy sounds quiet. <laughs> yeah. He's oh. quite crippled by this problem, but you've immediately jumped in there, um, fucking two foot on the, trying to get a free valet. Anyway, uh-huh. go on. Number one, your valet in business sounds amazing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but to grow that quickly in that sure, short mate, sure. time, it's time. Um, so, and on, that's, that's pretty special, mate. Look, the truth of the matter is you are in different phases of your life. And, uh, yeah, that's about... Yeah, the, I, I suppose... The, the, there's a big difference between the living means of a 20-year-old and a 28-year-old who's getting married and who has a kid on the way, a, a sort of massive 
Um, I suppose what my first thing would be, is there a way of sort of almost bringing people in to help with your brother a bit more, uh, if you can oversee it and still keep your sales job going? Um, that, that would be one version of it. But also there's a, another side of it where this could be a massive opportunity for you to do that thing you want. If you don't particularly like your sales job, you're not enjoying it massively, um, you don't get much out of it, this, you know, actually taking this chance and taking this leap and, and going and doing this with your brother, who you clearly have a great relationship with, would, would be pretty incredible, you know, and, and it could lead to more and more things. You seem a pretty driven guy from from what we can assess on this, from this email. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, and I think, look, I'm only here doing this because I took that leap once upon a time and, and the same with Rom. And I think that's, uh, so for me, I, I, you know, I'm, I, I wouldn't want to give you any advice either way that telling you to this, telling you to this, I can see both sides of the argument, but um, maybe if you didn't do it, you would regret it. There could be a possibility. Do you not think there's a possibility that he could speak to his boss of his current job and say, look, well, look, this is the situation. Mm -hmm. If it, like depending on how well thought of he is at work or what their situation is, go to them. Look, I've had this this sort of you arguably a once in a lifetime situation where a business with my brother has taken off. Yeah. Do, would you consider letting me go off and have a go at this uh, and making a decision down the line or something? I mean, I don't know how easy that is to get a boss to agree to that. But. I'll tell you now, a good salesman it hard, hard to come find, by. Really hard to come by. And mm. this this guy sounds like he's a really good salesman. He knows he's selling. Um, so. Yeah, give it a year, man. Try, try. I mean, look, the truth of the matter is, we are idiots. Um, and as much as I like to sort of pass advice along, I wouldn't want to be couple of you doing either. I just think I think it's what, what Tom's saying is he doesn't he doesn't want you to email back in again if this goes tits up, is what he's saying. Or just turn up one of our houses with a shotgun. Yeah. Well, the, the way that you bandy around offers are going out for drinks with people. Oh, wait, yeah. and, re and reply to me. By the way, actually, I got a, uh, a message this week from someone who says that his friend started doing that in real life, and it's actually weird, weird, freaking him out a bit. Started doing what? Asking weird, different people like for drinks, because he's been listening to the podcast, and he thinks it's sort of different. I mean, yeah. Can I just say, if that person's listening, we are not meeting any of these people for drinks, and actually I would strongly... But actually, I, would, I, I would actually urge you to not be doing this. Can I just say, actually, I had this little thought on the way up here, how fun it would be... Uh, to do a catch-up show where we catch up with some of the people who said, yeah, where we've given advice and seeing how they're getting on. Do you mean catch-up? Now, if you mean catch-up as in we read subsequent emails... Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's no, 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 there's certain people like Guy and uh, the, the wedding couple the other week that I do feel like we're indebted to, and I do feel that we Why are we indebted to them? <laughs> because they're friends of the show. These people have become the people, you know... But so what are you, sorry, what are you suggesting we do? What I slightly resent about this is it makes me look like an arsehole. No, you don't. But I'm just, I'm just trying to be quite pragmatic about it. I can tell you now, right? And this is for everyone that we, we might meet in the future. When you meet Ramesh, you're going to be blown away by his sunshine way of being. He, he will far, by far overtake me as this, this lovely sort of ray of sunshine into your life. And you'll sort of shake his hand when we can shake hands or bump his fist. And you'll see... I don't think I'm ever going to shake hands again, by the way. Really? I don't think so. Really? Hugging you love, though, didn't you? I do love hugging you. Yeah, yeah a big hugger. I wish I hadn't said it like that, but yeah, I do love <laughs> hugging. So, yeah. We are going to look into a catch-up show where, we, where people we've given advice to, we, we look at maybe and see how you're getting on subsequently after our advice. And obviously then... People... What do you mean? Are you talking about meeting up with them? No, no, no. They can email in or right. if we, we do a little FaceTime with them like and see how they're getting on after the advice. Okay. 
That could be fun. You really do think you really do think we're we're making a difference here, don't you? In a way that really betrays what we're actually doing here. No, look, we're just two idiots with a dream. And should that dream for age into other people's nighttime rest, then wow, thank you. Okay, I, I, I can't even begin to unpick <laughs> what the fuck you meant there. Um, so yeah, listen, uh, anonymous man, uh, who, whose brother you uh, you know, look, you go your own <laughs> way, yeah. <laughs> find your way. You talked yourself into quite a little dead yeah. end there, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, no, no, but find your own way. Yeah, like, find, yeah but we. But, yeah. but what? Look, but can I just say to you, mate? I actually think. It sounds like you get on with your brother and like running your own business is great. You've sort of been given, it feels like fate, doesn't it? A little bit that this yeah. business has suddenly taken off. So in my, when I'm reading your email, I think to myself, my instinct is to go for it. But like Tom said, I don't want you to do that based on our advice. Yeah. And also just picking up on what you just said. I don't think you read that email. I think you listened to it. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know what I found more annoying was you saying it, or the, the the sort of pride that sort of was emanating from you as you said it? Oh God, it was awful. Um, <laughs> anyway, the point I'm trying to make is, I think uh, if you can get make it work, give it a go, mate. But if it doesn't work out, please don't email back. Yeah. Uh, okay. Or if it does work out, please email back. Hi, Rom and Tom. My name's Laurie. I listen to you lads from work. Top class, love it. Anyway, firstly, I'd like to ask how your race went from the podcast a couple of weeks ago. Could you give me some details about who won? Um, should we answer that before we get to the next question? Uh, just quickly, the race hasn't taken place at the moment. We're just getting a suitable grounding and stuff for the race. Are you still up for doing this race? Yeah, I'm really up for it. Are you honestly up for it? Yeah, yeah, big time. Why? Just because I, I think it would be good for, a, like, for us both. I think it would be a fun thing to do. To get it filmed as well, 100 metres, yeah? Okay, all right. So the race hasn't happened yet, but it will do. We might do it on the time bridge, we're deciding. We're not doing it on the fucking time bridge, mate. Okay, so now I'd like to get to my... My glasses are filthy. Yeah, no, mine are as well, look. They're disgusting. Horrible. Um, so, uh, you, did you, you did Drunk History, didn't you? Yeah. So on Drunk History, one of the episodes, or one of the bits, um, I... Uh, was so my glasses was so filthy. Somebody messaged me to say they couldn't really watch it because because they really? got obsessed with how dirty my glasses were. <laughs> uh, let's move on to so Laurie. So now I'd like to get to my question. We're now coming towards the end of lockdown. Have you guys booked up to go to the pub and have a right session with each other to celebrate when the pub's open? If so, have a beer on me, and I'll be having a few. Keep up the good work. I mean, it's not. We haven't actually organised to. No. I mean, we, we've seen quite a lot of each other, actually. In this it last... feels like, do you think we might, like, do you think you might actually take a break from me? No, never. I feel like... Yeah, but you're, you're suddenly going to have the world opened up to you in terms of socialising, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, but then, if I, you know, I really enjoy our time together. And I sort of think it's something, it's like sort of having a twin now, in a way. I feel sort of like, if I'm not with you, I'm thinking of, like, how you are, and sometimes yeah. feel your pain within... Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't. I've, I literally, I can't wait to walk into a pub. I walk in, I smile. You're there before me, right? You're leaning on the bar. You smile back, and then these two ice cold pints of lager just rest upon the bar. And the barman says, "These are on the house, mate." And you go, oh, and I go, "That's typical, Rob. Not paying for the first round." And we clink glasses, and we both down these pints, and 
I just say same again and go, yeah, eight quid or whatever. And yeah. then you buy the next round. And and then, okay, and then what happens then? How's the evening carry on from there? Well, I, how, I mean, how, what I'm asking is how how much of our drink together have you scripted? <laughs> I think then we just get drunk and we laugh. Right. <laughs> we talk about stuff and, you know, we just let ourselves go. Maybe even just jump on a, you know, an Insta Live. Then other people we know might turn up and we're like, bloody hell, I didn't know you were in the area. <laughs> then, have yeah. you ever talked to yourself in a pub mirror? Yes. It's when ne- you're drunk, yeah, it's never it's never normally positive, is it? No, no. It's, it's actually quite horrible. Do you know one? I used to, I really miss one thing. I think the internet's killed this, and I think uh, phones are killed. It. I used to love going into a random pub, and if I finish work, like and I just like if it's Saturday afternoon, and I might be anywhere in London, or I might be in Crawley, Gil, whatever, Gilt, like anywhere sort of around the M25. Mm. Do you want to name some other town so I get a proper idea of what you're talking Bedford. about? Bedford. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I'd pop in there, maybe on my own, maybe with one other, but, but just go in there with a paper and a pint sure. and make friends and chat to people. Oh, nice. my God. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Are you being sick? Is that... oh, no, I used to like going into a place I didn't know with and just have a pint and just have a bit of a laugh with people. Oh, my God. Can, can you imagine being someone at that pub and you just have a drink with actual friends that you've arrived with? And there's some thirsty prick who's turned up on the fucking scout for new friends. <laughs> just ruining, just walking around ruining different people's evenings. <laughs> you know the thing where you'd be like, have you had a bet? <laughs> yeah, you know, just did a, have a little bit of a laugh with people. <laughs> Why you I would it? fucking, honestly, I would, if you turned up to a pub I was at, with people that I actually wanted to have a drink with, started coming over trying to start a conversation. <laughs> I, would I would be c- fucking furious. I would just come over. What would you I do then? Like- so ex- explain to me. I'm sat there. So first of all, do you analyse whether you think this the, a different person? No, no, I would sit there and I'd be watching a football, I'd be watching horse racing. I'd have a beer with me, right? Mm. And then I'd wait for sort of someone to sort of, you know, come to the bar and I'd go, um, you know crack a joke about something, mm. see what they react, you know, how they reacted. Oh this is so tragic, God. And then I'll be like, oh, you know what? <laughs> I've just been working in the area. <laughs> and then you just have a bit of an arse. Sometimes yeah. it wouldn't go well. Right. Sometimes you would you would feel a bit like, oh, actually, this is a bit edgy. You know? yeah. It feels like people aren't... Yeah. If I was in a situation where I went to the bar and then you did something like that, I would te- I would immediately I'd sit down and I'd text my friends and go, let's meet up somewhere else because there's an absolute bell end in it. <laughs> yeah, but you're talking about a time before phone. No, but I, big look, thing. I, I, listen, I, I was slightly being deliberately a prick there because I do actually think what you're talking about is quite nice, actually. Yeah, yeah but I, I think the fact the fact is. Like, I'm not saying I'd be there for the whole night, but I used to just like I like even when I was doing stand up first of all, I like new areas. I'd like yeah, to Yeah, know. no, I know, I know. I, I've, I've, I've seen you I've it. seen you at gigs actually. <laughs> 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 but were you not ever like that? Because you're actually right. This is the thing about you, right? This is and I mean this genuinely. Like, there is a public persona and you're 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 pretty right. You are genuinely one of the most affable <clears throat> people. If I I say this and I mean this. I think I could go anywhere with you in company as a pair and I could take you anywhere and you'd get on with anyone, the majority of people, like, you know, apart from psychopaths, but mm. you are just a really affable person. Lovely. Well, and I think that about you, mate. No, but you could, you'd get on with people. I've, I've never ever met anyone who go, 
Oh, he wasn't much company. I think you, you're brilliant company to sit with, have a drink with, have a laugh with. Also, you're not, and I mean this, not too much where you, sometimes, we and you have been in company, especially oh, a bit God. recently, yeah. where you sit with people and thinking, all right, yeah, yeah there's five <laughs> people sitting around this table. <laughs> so, and then, you know what? That is probably, I always think it's, uh, I enjoy, I, that's one of the things I respect most about David Brent. Well, I did not expect you to say that. No, I used to love the fact that David Brent just wanted to get on with people. I just think, like, I know people think he was a wally, but I think if you were at David Brent, you'd have a hell of a time. He'd be a great guy to work and be around. There's two series in a film where everybody that hung around with him found him unbearable. I think it's the other people, not him. Yeah, makes sense. Go on, give you a choice. Do you know, it absolutely makes sense that that's what you would, that's, that would be your interpretation. Right. Okay, I'm going to give you this, uh, this question, and we're okay. going to go one more email after this. All right, right? fine. Here's my question. Right? Are you going to go out for a drink and a couple of like beers, or whatever, and, and a bit of food with David Brent and potentially Gareth? Yeah. Right? Or are you going to go out with Big Keith and fucking Tim and Dawn and that other arsehole who worked at the office and all the other people? I'd rather office? go out for a drink with Tim. Really? With Tim? Yeah, he's funny. Oh, mate. No way. If I worked at the office, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to get in with David Brent and Gareth. I, I was, I was re watching The Office recently. Yeah. There's a bit. Where do you know when the IT comes in to sort out oh, IT yeah. guy comes yeah. in to sort out Gareth's yeah. computer, right? And then Tim goes and we're talking about Bruce Lee and the guy yeah. goes and he's and, and at that point Tim's got his new that you know that girl he's yeah. seeing like yeah. So it was an it's a, it's so good, right? So there's a so you know he's doing that bit where he goes, um yeah, I did speedway. I uh I was somebody had left a ramp out on the track. I was heading towards the ramp and I could see people going, oh my God, if he hits the ramp at that speed, he's surely going to die. I hit the ramp, went upside down, landed on my wheels, stopped, and I looked at him and said, what were you worried about? You know that? that? Yeah. So then Tim goes to him. They start talking about Bruce Lee and how Bruce Lee's not dead. Yeah. And how he went to join the undercover police or whatever. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then Tim's watching from behind, right? And he goes, uh, he gets Dawn and uh, I can't remember the other, his other girlfriend's name over. Comes over and then he goes, yeah, because uh, if uh, if they were looking for somebody to go undercover, they picked China's most famous film star. And then he has a laugh with his girl. And then the, the IT guy just looks around and goes, oh, you've had enough of Dawn, have you? Right? And then Tim goes, Tim goes, just shut up. What? Shut up. It's such a good, because that yeah. thing is, Tim's a prick in that scene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he, he, yeah. like, they're having a conversation. Yeah. Fair enough, it's a bit tragic, yeah, their yeah. conversation. But they're having a private conversation. Tim's got involved, and then he's got mugged off. Yeah. It's, such, it's interesting, that, isn't it? Yeah. I, personally, and by the way, that actor's incredible. Garth Marenghi, Darth, Darth Place. Oh, mate, amazing. One of the best. He's amazing. Like, amazing. amazing. And in that, do you know, he's in, I think he's in two scenes of that whole... Yeah, incredible. Yeah. It's so good. Mate, that is that's for me. I mean, it's a mental thing to say because it doesn't need saying. But it's that's the. For, I think everyone of our generation, in the office was like when yeah. you're writing and you're doing that is just the one. It's yeah, so incredible. it's so good. I, I like, every now and again I rewatch it and it's like it's note perfect, man. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right, should we do one more email? Yes, boy. This is a quick one, and then we'll finish up. How have I been today, Tom? Lovely. I think you've been. I'm a good. bit paranoid about. This is like the this is like Red Bull rom, beer rom now. Beer rom, yeah. I think maybe you have to stay away from stimulants. Um, maybe let's do a poll. Who do you prefer, beer rom or uh, Red Bull rom? Yeah, but then what if they say we really love Red Bull rom, and then every time we do one of these podcasts, <laughs> we smash back fucking five Red Bulls. Uh, um, okay. I enjoy it. I enjoy you like when you like this. It's yeah. like you know what I find days like today, 
if you are a big rodeo ball, right? Today's just been a bit of a lot like, more testing, right? At times, I've just like been on top of you, been yeah. Okay, it's so it's sort of you say stuff like that a lot. It's much more horrible when you're in the room with you. You're saying it. Uh, okay. Still loving the podcast, guys. Highlight on my weeks on dog walks. Amazed today in podcast 18 that Rom has let a Tom language slip go by twice. Wow. What do you call somebody who is paranoid about being ill? And you describe yourself. Hypochondriac. Tom adds a T to hypochondriac and gets hypochondriac. Would that be someone who only acts as though they act as though they have a serious but undiagnosed medical condition? Beers in York on me anytime. Lots of love, Mart. Wow. Who? Mart. Mart, um, I can actually confidently say um, of everyone who's written in to uh, the podcast, you're the only person I won't be going to have a beer with. Oh, my God. <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. I just found it a bit... That, right. So I think in, in... I will get words wrong because, yeah. Will you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind the fact that it happens. I Genuinely, people, I, you know, whatever. But the fact that he jumped on there and said, Hi, I think that's more my language. Also, can I just shout out, someone messaged me today. So at the end of the last podcast, mm. I said, um, my guy to you, right? Which is a very endearing thing that I say, because mm. you're my guy. Um, and someone messaged me saying, did Tom say MAGA, right? That's what I thought you said. I thought you, because you know you're always going on about Make America Great Again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's perfect. Yeah, so it, you yeah. always, you, won't, you don't stop going on about it. <laughs> Someone, someone mentioned it on the podcast. Like, Saying what? Say, did you shout MAGA? Because I'd be horrified. Why did you shout MAGA? I shouted my guy. Okay, listen. What I would say to whoever it is that, that, that thought that, yes, that is Tom's politics. <laughs> but he would never say that on this podcast. I'm far too clever. Not to, 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 to let that, that mask slip. Sitting here orange as fuck in the Donald Trump t-shirt. <laughs> Uh, relics from Capitol Hill just around me. Well, uh, yes, uh, the truth is, I, I did know it was hypochondriac, but the honest truth is, sometimes I just sort of think. Also, who cares about words? Did you know what I meant? Yes, I did. Did you know what I meant, Matt? Mark, whatever your name is? Guy who's complaining about stings. Right? Look. To be fair, to be fair to Mark though, he's only following up on a trend that I started, which yeah, is yeah, 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 yeah. It's fine. Look, pernickety, right? Yeah, that was which, embarrassing for me. Yeah, it was embarrassing, and yeah. I bet he's Mark there sat there going. Ugh. The fact of the matter is, I was right. Sometimes you're going to have. Uh, sometimes were you right though? Because you said uh, that you preferred the word persnickety. Yeah. Yet when you came back to it just then, you said pernickety. Well, I like them both. You like them both. Yeah. <laughs> Right, persnickety was very trendy. Back then, ago. yeah. Right, pernickety's in my. But also, you are being pernickety, or Mark is. Also, Mark, I will say this: I hate any word that ends with C, because I think it is like there's not a proper ending to it. I think right. T is a great letter for that for that purpose. I think there's certain letters that are dominant and strong enough to end a word, and C isn't one of them. My okay. Friend. All right. So, how do you say cardiac? Cardiac. You say cardiacs, do you? Yeah. Do you? Yeah. Uh, you said a cardiac arrest. And, and uh, how do you say cock? Cocked. 
Or prick. And how do you say... No, cock how do you say... Cock, how, cock heads with a K. Oh, I see. So K's all right. K's all right. C, I'm talking about. Oh, C, okay. C, okay. I say silly C. Yeah. Okay, so how do you say maniac? Uh, maniac. But okay, I'll put a K on the end. You put a K? I also, yeah. But Lunatic? <laughs> Lunatic. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. What I'm saying to you is yeah. C... I just think C is one of the letters. And look, Mark, maybe I've gone in too hard on you there. And we'll have to, if we're in York, I believe actually there's someone else from York who asked us to go for a drink. Yes. Correct. Mark, come along. Uh, let's chat this through. Because um, you seem like actually. It sounds right. like you want a straightener, to be honest with you. I don't know, no, no, no. I mean, you just look. put your fist into your hand there. As you no, say. no, I always do that when I'm being dynamic. Okay. Right. In other words, you were at the end of a C that. Uh, <laughs> 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 uh, right. I think hypochondriac. Sounds better. Okay. Maybe it's not the word. Can we get a little vote in, please? Who thinks? Uh, who? Th okay. For this specific incident, I'm not, about, to MTC. I'm not talking about. <laughs> I'm not talking about Tom's general language usage. Do you think Tom should continue saying hypochondriac because that's how he likes saying it, or do you think he should change to hypochondriac? I want what we're after is some life advice for Tom. Yeah, okay? and yeah, that's great. And also, it means look, look, look at the way I'm wearing my socks and my tracksuit bottoms. Yeah, please look, those of you that listen to the podcast. <laughs> no, no, but look at it for right. you. What about it? It's different from how everyone else might wear them. Well, you've tucked your tracksuit bottoms into yeah. your socks. Why? Because I like doing that. Okay. I'm unconventional. I'm edgy. Sometimes it's I. It's not edgy, mate. <laughs> It's not edgy to tuck your tracksuit bottoms into your socks. Look, sometimes, right, even though like, I'm at the beach, the surf's coming in, right. the waves are crashing down, okay. lifeguard goes, don't go out there, I'm still going in for a paddle. Yeah, okay, but that's, that's just, what are you displaying, a reckless abandon for your own survival? <laughs> no, just but a, a professional life. I mean, there's so much wrong with that. A professional lifeguard who works at the beach just said, don't go in there. And you are the type of prick that will just go, do you know what? I think I know better than you. Professional lifeguard. I'm just saying that sometimes you run a race differently. Sometimes it's a black back flip, flip, not a jump. And that's just life, mate. And Mark, Ramesh, like guys that just go, oh, God, if the world turned a little bit differently, we'd be worried. I'm just like... Oh, this is incredible. This is incredible. This, I've never heard such fucking cocky sort of arrogance from somebody because they tuck their tracksuit bottoms into their socks. <laughs> you think that makes you some sort of fucking pioneer? Edgelord Tom Davis. <laughs>